Investor Schooling is an education company located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Investor Schooling, the principals or their employees, are not licensed by any regulatory institution. Phil Falcone and Larry Steinhaus are not registered reps of any investment firm, nor do they sell any securities. Their advice is based on their experiences and the experiences of their students. They are not attorneys or accountants, and before using any of their advice, they suggest you check with your legal or tax professionals. To find out more, go to www.investorschooling.com. This show is previously recorded. Now, let's welcome Larry Steinhaus and Phil Falcone, your hosts for Investor Schooling Live. Good morning and welcome to Investor Schooling Live. Coming to you from Investor Schooling Headquarters, I'm Phil Falcone here with my business partner, Larry Steinhaus. We are the founders of Investor Schooling. Get ready to learn real estate investing and stock option trading. Call us anytime during the show with your questions at 855-939-1137. That's 855-939-1137. That's right. We're a live program. So you can call us anytime during our show, and we will take your calls. Don't worry about what we're talking about because we love to take your calls. 855-939-1137. Investor Schooling is located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, serving the Philadelphia area in a real brick-and-mortar building. That's right. We are local guys accessible to our students a minimum of two nights per week. Learn this business. That's the business of real estate investing and stock option trading from people who live it every day. So let's quickly talk about what we're going to discuss today. Can you buy a shed at Lowe's and turn it into a home? Hmm. Buying a property is really buying a rent roll. We're going to talk about Phil's latest deals. We're going to talk about why people don't wear T-shirts that say, I buy houses. We're going to talk about the demand for manufactured homes and how it's increasing. We're going to talk about, can you get a HELOC on a commercial piece of real estate? And then we're going to end the show with the stock option sultan who's going to give us his picks of the week that you could invest in on Monday just like we're going to be doing. Larry, what's happening? Did you have a good week this week? I had a very good week. You you made some money this week. You made a lot of money. I know we're going to talk about that in a minute, but I just want to know if you had a regular good week, like a normal good week, you know, like did you enjoy your week? I don't know why. But I feel like the universe or God or Mother Nature just likes me. Well, how could they not like you? I mean, you know, anybody, anybody knows they should like you. He sounds like a mafioso shyster. Except for that guy. Well, I wish that guy would call us. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I, I spent like three months trying to get him to call us. You think he still listens to, to PHC? He might not. He probably does because he's he's not smart enough to think of these ideas by himself. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but by the way, if you guys want to call in, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. Let's have some fun. Let's talk to you guys out there. And, and if you guys have any questions on real estate or stock options or anything in general that has to do with money, we we, uh, we might know the answer. Do you think we know the answer? Yeah, maybe. Hey, by the way, if you're online, if you're on YouTube or Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter, you can comment live, and we'll actually see, your li- see you commenting. I want to say hi to Lewis. I appreciate you looking, you, you're watching, I should say. And if you want to call in, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. We look forward to your comments. Go ahead. All right. So um, <clears throat> can you buy a shed at Lowe's and turn it into a livable space in your backyard? 
Well, the answer is no. But but the but I mean the answer is legally no. But you can make it happen if you want to. I could tell you how to do it, but it's not really a great idea. You probably will be shut down by the by uh, whatever township you're in. But they may not know. Okay, well let's talk about that for a minute. I put a shed in my backyard about 15 years ago. The township did come out and inspect it to make sure that it was distance. Its distance was positioned properly to be five feet or six feet away from my property line. So you can't put a shed right up against your property line. You have to have a gap between it, right? I guess because it has to be fair to the neighbors. It makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah, probably the water runoff probably too. Sure, sure. And I did and I did build a, um, a four-by-four base and i had a truckload of stones poured in there so that the if you've ever seen a shed that's getting mold all over it and the floors are rotting out it's because people sit sit the shed right on the dirt and when it rains heavily all that moisture gets absorbed into the shed so what you want to do is you want to maybe raise make a raised bed with rocks in it about 12 inches 10 inches 12 inches is a good distance and then you lay your shed right on top of the rocks. That way there's a moisture barrier between the shed and the rocks and the ground. Okay? So when the county came out to inspect my shed, they're mostly looking at the distance to the property line and to make sure that it wasn't too high. You can't put like a two-story shed up, okay, in certain townships because it obstructs the views of... The, your neighbors, all right? So I can assure you that in the last 15 years, nobody's come around to take a look at that shed. Right. The, the building outside looks like a regular house. Inside, it's studs. And if you know how to do construction, as I do, I could easily turn that thing into a, um, a she shed or a granny suite or a father-in-law suite or maybe just a place to put your loser uncle well the only problem with that uh, <laughs> are you talking about my uncle no i i don't know your uncle but if your uncle's a loser <laughs> have him call us he, he could maybe rent my shed <laughs> all right we'll see but the problem you're gonna have with that is of course a, a bathroom so now you have to put a bathroom system into into the shed and you could do it you could either put a like the, the kind of system that has you know, it has a storage tank, and you have to empty the storage tank now and then. You could also t tap into the plumbing; nobody would ever notice. You're absolutely right. So, so the answer is legally no. You can't build. You can't put people in a shed in your backyard and have them rent it for you, or be, or or living there. But you can do it, and most likely, no one will ever know. Well, I'm not completely convinced that it is against the law. I, I, it depends on where you are. Home Depot makes regular sheds and on the outside they look really cool the inside can come totally blank and it can be used as a traditional shed but home depot also sells double pane windows it sells um metal on the inside of the roof because some states that are hot require that mm -hmm. in sheds right and you can buy all the latest and greatest stuff. You can take off the barn doors and put sliding glass doors on it. You can make it like a real house. And Home Depot sells all that stuff 
I've seen this on YouTube, so I know that they're allowed to sell it, but it's probably a state-by-state, county-by-county kind of thing. Yeah, I, I would just be careful and make sure you know you don't. But at the same time, you know, just do it. If you want to do it, just do it. But but don't just understand that we didn't tell you you could do it because we're telling you you probably can't do it. But I want to make sure that we don't get sued. I'm not saying that we, <laughs> we can do it or we can't do it. I'm saying that Home Depot sells it right. with real home features. Right, sure. You can, you can order real doors. You can, instead of like, you know, barn doors, you can order it with different features. So what, so what are you trying to say that, you, you know, like you, you I, have I, a, I think you that have... it might be legal depending on where you are. Are you trying to move into your shed? Is that the story? Uh, I was actually... Did, did Terry finally throw you out? N- Terry will never throw me out. <laughs> um, Home Depot sells these sheds for a little under $20,000. And I actually was thinking about possibly using something like that. Okay, they have A-frame roofs, and you can put a loft in it. Like yeah. so, yeah. so all the tiny homes that I own, in case, in case you don't know it, I own 17 tiny homes... And there's a loft, and in many of these lofts are only three feet high, right? So you you kind of climb up there on a ladder or a staircase, and then you have to kind of crawl to your mattress. The mattress lays right on the floor, and um, the ceiling is generally three feet high. Yeah, I've seen them. They're pretty, right. pretty well. I, so you can't I, I don't really... know if I could live in that. Well, I, that I, would make me crazy. Ask me how many nights I've slept in a tiny house. Hey, Phil, how many nights have you slept in a tiny house? I've owned the park for five years. I slept one night in a tiny <laughs> house, you, and I left so... at 7 a.m. You couldn't take it off. I went to go get some coffee, and I never went back. <laughs> hey, I want to I give a shout-out to uh, Nick, who's watching us from Miami, and I want to say hello to Ken, of course, but I see Mark Cumberland's out there. Mark Cumberland also has a show on, on uh, PHT, and his show is called Good News in Real Estate, so if you've ever listened to Mark's show, Mark's out there watching us. I, I'm, I'm so happy, because I, I listen to his show, so I'm so glad he's watching our show. What does that mean? If his show is called Good News in Real Estate, does that mean if if the real estate market is tanking, Mark doesn't talk about it? Actually, I think his Good News in Real Estate show came out right when the market was talk, was tanking, and that's probably why he named it, because it's actually a pretty brilliant name for that time. Hmm. And, uh, and there you go. And uh, Mark's saying hi again. Hey, Mark, you can call in if you'd like, 855-939-1137. And anybody else can call in as well, 855-939-1137. And we've been just talking about building a shed in the backyard because because uh, Phil wants to move out. Wrong. So Phil <laughs> wants to use it in, in a mobile home park that I just bought. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Do so it. buying a property is really buying a rent roll. Yeah, this one I really like. Yeah, let's talk I about really it. I really like that. Tell All me right. what you're thinking. Yeah, so the, the, it's exactly right. So if you were to take, a, let's say you took $100,000 and you put it into an annuity and you started getting money out of that annuity every month, and I, I, I can't do the math because I wasn't prepared for the question, but but whatever the number is, let's say it's 400 bucks a month and you'd get that number out of your annuity every single month. Now, the problem with that is your 100000 doesn't go up and most likely your annuity value, the $400, doesn't go up either. So if you took the same 100000 and you put it into a piece of property or bought it a, an investment property and maybe your net was $400, now at, what's going to happen now, your, your $400 rent roll, which is what he's saying, is you're buying the rent roll for $400 just like you would buy an annuity, but now that rent is going to go up every year. And even if it goes up 10 bucks or 20 bucks, you now go up every year and you get an increase with, my favorite new word, is inflation. 
And the inflation, you and I have, we've been talking about this lately, about how much our rents are now, and we can't believe how much they are right now. I mean, we I've been putting ads in the paper for rents that <laughs> that some, not paper, but on, like on Facebook Marketplace. By the way, if you ever want to rent a place, put it on Facebook Marketplace. It's the greatest place. But I put it up, and I put it up a rent that normally was 1300 bucks. I put it up for 1895 and sure enough, the comments start coming in and going, ha-ha, you're a fool. You don't know what you're doing. You, you're renting it too high. You, you, you go crazy. Nobody rents for that that much in, in, this, in this area. And sure enough, I got the rent. And just like you did it, the same thing. You just recently did it too. Yeah, I did. And uh, I got a phone call from a guy, and he said, the rents around here don't go anywhere near that number. Yeah, right. And I said, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. I get, it's my house. I get to decide what I want to rent it for. And if nobody comes, maybe I'll lower it. Now, I have a question for you. Did you put that rental in the MLS as a real estate agent? You have a real estate license? I have a real estate license? I did. did. I actually rented that property, the one in East Narton. Right. I rented it through a real estate agent who put clients in there for me. Okay, good. That, did you record that rent in, in the MLS now, the amount of money you rented it for? Did you close it in the MLS? I don't remember if I did that. So I'll tell you why. This is a really good idea. So if you're a real estate agent out there and you're listening, and Mark, you'll probably appreciate this too, always put your pro- – even if you're going to rent it to your friend, put it up on the MLS because you have the access to the MLS. You put it up on the MLS, and whatever you rent it for, make sure you record that number in the MLS. Now you're because- setting the precedent. Right, because you actually raise the rents, and actually these are the numbers that Zillow pulls up. Zillow, what a joke. Uh, Realtor.com, all those other places pull up. They'll pull it off the MLS. They'll pull it off the MLS, and then now that rent in the area, just the average rent, just went up because you raised the rent. I mean, I did the same thing. I do it on every single one of my properties. Right. So back to the topic of buying a property is really buying a rent roll, right? That's what you're getting. You're getting an income stream, and... If you are a diligent manager, you push the rents as much as you can, you fix up the property, you fix up whatever this property has. If it's a mobile home park, you pick up, you, you fix up the, the outside fencing, you, you fix the landscaping, you make the roads nice, you put up a beautiful sign, you run it like a professional. All of these things lend to higher rent roll, higher rent roll. And, and you can develop an income stream not from one property, but from a portfolio of properties where you can get to a point where you can just say, you know something, I'm good. I could just live off of the money that's coming from it. And let me further explain that, yes, you're buying a rent roll. That's the most important thing. But what you're also doing is you're buying an appreciating asset. So as a decade of your life goes by, and trust me, tick-tock, Tick-tock, it's going to happen anyway. You just gained 10 years doing that. You, If you bought a property and sat on it for 10 years, along with a bunch of other properties yeah. that you've acquired in your life, your property most likely is going to double in value somewhere between 10 years and every 14 years. Yeah, it's amazing Okay, and, and absolutely true. So let's call it an average of 12 years. If every tw- if, say I Let's just say, hypothetically, I owned... I don't know. I'm just picking a number. Let's just say I owned a $10 million portfolio, and every 12 years it doubled in value. Do the math. I don't need to invest in anything else. All I could do is sit there, keep pushing the rents, keep taking care of my property in a diligent manner. 
I'm golden for the rest of my life. I don't need to work if I don't want to. I right. love the business of real estate investing, so I don't see myself ever quitting it. But it just goes to show you it's one of the greatest businesses you can ever be in. Yeah, so this comes up a lot. So if you guys are making so much money investing in real estate, then why do you have, why do you have a school that you charge people to teach them how to invest in real estate? And if, if you, in case you didn't know, it's investorschooling.com. So... It's always the same question. It's like, really? Don't you understand that we don't need to work anymore? In fact, investor schooling started basically because I was bored. <laughs> I was sitting home. I mean, how much how much Dr. Phil can you actually watch, right? It's boring. And I'm sitting home. Everyone's at work. All my friends are at work. Everyone's doing their thing. Uh, and, you know, I, I can only do so, so much stuff during the day that bored me. So one day we decided to start the long story, but Phil and I decided to get in, go into business together and start investor schooling and teach people how to invest in real estate. I've said this over and over again. I take so much time up in the school teach helping other people make money that I actually probably make less money per year, every year, than I would if I didn't have the school. Well, we're going to do something about that. Well, that's fine, too. But but the idea is I, I enjoy this so much, or we enjoy it so much, that we know that, that, that you know that's, we're kind of sacrificing. But listen, don't feel sorry for me. <laughs> I'm making a lot of money, and I could, I could shut this whole, we could shut this whole thing down tomorrow, and uh, we, neither Phil and I would even notice the difference. Actually, we'd probably make more money, but we, we, we wouldn't even notice the difference in our, in our personal economies. Well, we, we focus on two separate skills, real estate investing, and we focus on stock option trading. These two skills, if you learn these skills, you have two awesome ways to make money in sure. your life forever. I don't care if you're 95 years old. If you feel like still doing it, you can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I was making so I, I, my real estate paid all my bills and anything I ever, ever wanted to do. And my stock options bought my cars. It was like, you know, I'd buy a Corvette or I'd buy a Mercedes. And that was the, the stock options were buying that. So it was no big deal. It was it's actually I could just continue doing that. Or again, we continue doing this. And I really like this a lot. And by the way, if you want to find out more, you can go to investorschooling.com and find out all about what we do. And, of course, uh, our phone number, if you want to call in right now, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. And I want to say something else about what you said. We do teach real estate. We do teach stock options. But we teach money. We teach things about money that no one even no one ever talks about. I actually have a new book coming out. I always talk about it. It's called Money Hacks. And if you want to go to BarnesandNoble.com, you can actually pre-order that book. It's all about uh, it's all about money and all the things. I, it's really all the things we teach. It's, it's twenty three chapters of what we teach. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. What else? So let's talk about my latest deal. You want to talk about that? Uh, you know, yeah. All right, you guys ready? I want everyone to stop doing what you're doing and listen to this because this is just amazing. And I, I want to point out, hey Pedro, I don't know if you can can you point out his shirt on online at least and what it says. So can you move the camera to show his shirt? All right, everybody, take everybody online, take a look at this shirt, and then I want you to see what we what this conversation is all about because it's really really important that because this this actually what happened revolves around this shirt. All right, good, Phil, go for it. He's showing it. He's okay. good. Okay. And let's describe the shirt for the listeners, by the way. The shirt says, I buy houses, and it has a picture of his I buy houses store. But go ahead. Yeah, so I have, a, I have an I buy houses store in Hapro, the corner of Byberry Road and York Road. And if you ever drive down York Road in that neighborhood, take a look at my I buy houses store. So the concept behind it is 
people can instead of me looking for people to sell me their house people just come to my store and we make some kind of arrangement to help each other out so anyway my latest deal was I'm wearing this t-shirt at the gym about a year and a half ago I wear my t-shirts to the gym because there's hundreds of people who cycle through the gym all the time but if you go to a gym on a regular basis, you probably don't know anyone's name. You probably don't talk to hardly anybody. And the reason is, is because everybody's got earbuds in. Everybody in the gym has got earbuds listening to their own music, okay? So there's very little conversation. I mean, I play basketball at the gym. You can't really talk to a guy when you're playing basketball with him. Uh, the only place you can talk to people is in the sauna, where they usually don't bring their earbuds because those things sometimes melt inside the 200-degree uh, temperature. So I wear these T-shirts that say, I buy houses. And I had a car that was wrapped with an I buy houses logo that I just sold about three weeks ago. And everybody knew my car, and on my T-shirt is a picture of my car. So... People were able to put it together. Everyone there knew I buy houses. That's a great way to get leads. So I was talking to this guy about a year and a half ago, and we had talked probably, I, met, I might have called him twice in a year and a half, and then he called me when Hurricane Ida happened. His house is in a flood zone, and his house got flooded pretty badly on the day of the Hurricane Ida storm. By the way, I got an Aunt Ida, and she was pretty tough to deal with, too. So that I knew that storm was going to be rough. <laughs> All right? So I went over to talk to the, to the clients, and I started the bidding at 125000 and they pushed the number up to 165000 The house was very, very clean. It was uh, built in 1954, and only one owner lived in it her entire life. Uh, she's like 93 years old now, and she's moving into a retirement home and excited to do so. And I think it's a good idea because old, older people living by themselves is no good. It's no good. They need to have friends. They need to have interaction with people and enjoy whatever golden years they have left. So the beautiful thing about this house was it was it was outdated, okay? She had redone the kitchen like in 1990, and I made a joke with her. I said, what the heck? I thought I was buying an original house from 1954, you know, but uh, <clears throat> so the house is clean. All right. So it's it's got a 1954 ceramic tile work in the bathroom, but there's not a single crack in the floor or any tile. That's the way the whole house was. She just took really good care of the house. So I decided in this crazy market with prices going through the roof, with everybody fighting to get a property. I'll just turn around and put it up for sale. And I mean, when I tell you I didn't do anything to fix this house, I did nothing. So you bought it for 165000 correct? Right, right. All right. And you closed on it. <clears throat> so you actually took title to the house. I, you didn't wholesale. You took title. not a wholesale right? deal. Okay. I right. bought it with my own money because uh, I did. it wasn't going to work. A wholesale deal just no, wasn't okay. going to work just, with this I, client. I just want to clarify for everybody listening. Plus, knowing what I was going to do with it, I wanted to have complete and total control sure, of it. Sure, absolutely. So once you buy it, no one can do anything. That's right. Right? It's mine. Yeah. I can do whatever I please. And that's the way I like it, especially when there's this kind of money on the table. So I put the house up for sale on the MLS. I did nothing. I just put it up for sale. And in a period of about two weeks, I was able to secure a buyer for $275,000. That's pretty good, man.
The spread between $275,000 and $165,000 is $110,000. Yeah, but you didn't make a total of $110,000. I know. I'm because not... you have to pay real estate fees, and you have to pay transfer tax. So, you know, you really only made about 95000 I think I made more than that. It's probably oh. about five thousand dollars in fees. Yeah, I, I just wanted so, to. I just wanted to, you know, call so, all those doubters out there, those right. haters out there. Yeah, you know, you didn't make a whole hundred and ten. Uh, you're right, I didn't. I probably made about a hundred and five. Yeah, and and always me. And what did it take you about? Uh, I don't know, uh, three hours total work. Talking to realtors on the phone. That's all. Yeah. That's well, all. I mean, including also buying the property and going to closing. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that was a pleasure. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I wish I had a hundred more of them. So, yeah. so you know, most people don't even make a hundred thousand dollars in a year, and you made it in three hours with the work. Let's let's say you know a little more than three hours because I did have to buy it and I did have to put up the money, but you know I have the money, so it was a pleasure. All of it was a pleasure. So, how many hours did you work? Six? Ten. All right. Let's call it ten. <laughs> All right. Let's get... I want to get on a rant here for a minute. Uh-oh. Okay. Are you ranting about me? No. All right. No. Because you usually do. Well, I make fun of you, but, but that's only because it's fun to do so. Well, I make fun of you, too, because it's fun to do so, too. Yeah. We okay. have this mutual... mutual. Uh, it wouldn't be admiration society, would it, then? I don't know what it is. It's just fun. All right. Go ahead. So, um... I've been wearing T-shirts. Uh, I buy houses T-shirts. I went through a period where I wore them for about six, eight months, a couple of years ago, and then it occurred to me, "Hey, I'm looking at myself in the mirror one day," and I said, "Hey, idiot, why aren't you wearing those I buy houses T-shirts?" And I went and bought a bunch of new I buy houses T-shirts, and I'm wearing them every day now, and I, I wear them almost every day. I wear them to school with a suit jacket, I mean, and my I Buy Houses t-shirt because you just don't know when you're going to have somebody look at your I Buy Houses t-shirt. If you don't like t-shirts, put it on a hat, put it on a button, put it somewhere, put it on the back of your jacket, put it somewhere, write it on your car, do something. Let the world know what it is you do for a living. And I just made $105,000 off of a $16 t-shirt. Yeah, but you didn't buy one $16 t-shirt. You bought 10. I think I bought 15 this time. All right. All okay. Right. So, <laughs> can any is there a what I could use right now is a mathematician who could tell me what the rate of return if if you spent $15 or if you want to even calculate uh, $16 times 15 shirts. So what we, is the rate I, I of I can rate? actually figure that out, but I, I, if I try to figure it out now, we have... So in our studio, we have... Well, I, I think we have seven computers in our studio right now, and they're all doing something. And I'm afraid if I start doing this calculation using the computer, I'll blow something up and we'll... Well, and that's the why show I'm will, putting it on the, the audience. Show, this show will shut I'm up. I'm sure right. there's a mathematician out there who can calculate that a $16 t-shirt <laughs> with 15 t-shirts into $105,000, what's the rate of return on that investment? So here's another question for you, right? If you were a real estate agent and you would have listed that house for $250 with the people who were there, who owned it, how much money would you have made? I don't follow you. you if you were a real estate agent, instead of buying that house you know, at $165,000, I guess you would have listed it for, let's say, one hundred sixty-five dollars or even 200000 If you were a real estate agent, you would have made what? Uh, somewhere between five and six thousand dollars, if you would have listed the house. You mean if I instead just, of buying it, if a traditional agent went there, right, they would have listed it and made crumbs. Right, exactly. Right, yeah. Right. It's always funny we talk about the fact that 
you know, you if you <laughs> you you make uh, at the most you're making at the most you're making six percent on a house if you don't share that money with another agent. However, you know, even and we we joke, we say even waitresses make more money than that. They make twenty percent typically. So I'll tell you what I want to do. Let, quickly, just you're at settlement, right? To your left is the buyer. The buyer's buying a rent roll. The buyer has money. He's using his his cash or whatever loan he got to acquire a rent roll from this property. On the other end is the seller. The seller is getting a windfall of cash because he probably owned this property for a long period of time, and he's going to get paid off. What do you think she paid for that property when she bought it? <sighs> probably... 1954 25,000 not even no oh, I maybe think 13,000 I think maybe 10 grand you think that well okay think yeah, about 1954 yeah it's a long time I'm just trying to think yeah I'm just trying to think rough, roughly you know my parents bought yeah. a row home in 1960 for five thousand dollars in Oxford Circle wow this is a single family home yeah. so I'm thinking 10 I bet you I'm yeah, not far be, off you probably you probably yeah you probably 10 <clears throat> 13,000 you're probably right yeah Right. Okay, I'll tell you what I think we should do. We should go to commercial right now because we need to give the mathematician right. who's going to call us with right. the rate of return right so, after so the commercial. So real quick, so before you do that, the 16.95 times 15 shirts. No, it's $16 a t-shirt times 15 okay, shirts. Gotcha. Into a hundred and five thousand. I got you. Okay, all right. I'm going to try to do it too. But also, if you want to call in eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. Are we going to give something away if they if if we if the, if somebody gets it? We should. Let's see. What, what do you want to? How about we give away a uh, investor schooling T-shirt? I'd give away an I buy houses T-shirt, but I don't. But they're too valuable. <laughs> I'll give away an I Buy Houses t-shirt with my phone number on it. How about how about you give a, a, a autographed I Buy Houses t-shirt? Uh, deal. Done. Right. Autographed I Buy Houses t-shirt. If you come up with the answer, we'll see you right after this commercial, 855-939-1137. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. 7 p.m. this Thursday night, 215-876-3002, InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. This Thursday night at 7 o'clock, go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. We're an executive suite center in Huntington Valley on Buck Road, 67 Buck Road, Huntington Valley. I'm sure you've driven past it. We're right in between Street Road and County Line Road. We have 47 offices in the prestigious address of Huntington Valley. I have offices starting at $5.95 a month. You're probably wondering, Phil, what do I get for $5.95 a month? Let me tell you. You get an office big enough for one person. 
person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone numbers. You get the fax numbers. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you. So if your company is ABC Painting Company, hey, ABC Painting Company, how can I help you? Would you like to talk to Bob? Let me get him on the phone. You could be home sleeping on your couch and I'll patch the calls right to you. What else do we give you? We give you the conference rooms. We give you the kitchen. We give you the mailboxes, the printer, the copier, the scanner, UPS service, you name it. All of the utilities, cleaning service, and best of all, we give you free coffee. Get yourself to Executech Suites. Phone number is 215-942-7701. 215-942-7701. ExecutechSuites.com. Hey, it's Larry Steiners from InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, listen, one of the things we teach in Investor Schooling is stock options. Did you know that you can make 50, 100, 150% returns every year trading stock options? Yes, I know there's risk, but I'm going to tell you right now that some of the things we teach will help you mitigate that risk. Could you imagine when you look at your return and it shows 100% returns, you will be really happy. Come to a class this Thursday night at 7 o'clock. You can RSVP at InvestorSchooling.com. Our headquarters are in Langhorn, and you will learn stock options training. Of course, you will also learn real estate investing. Come to InvestorSchooling.com. We will see you there Thursday night. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. All right. All right, welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. I'm Larry Steinhaus. I'm here with Phil Falcone, and we were just talking about some really awesome real estate deal that Phil did. Now, come on, is anybody going to call in and win this T-shirt? I need to know the internal rate of return. If somebody spent, it was it was uh, $16 times 15 shirts, right? And he made $105,000. I have a number, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's pretty impressive, actually. And it's a percentage number, so if you guys could come up, let me know what it is. So, uh, Mark, so says the Mark, R- says- Mark says the ROI is 99900 No, that's not even close. Yeah, I would think it's much higher than that. Well, it, well, he's talking about he's talking about how much money you made, but he's not talking about the the percentage. Yeah, that's what I want. I want to I right. want to know it- what the rate of return on that money is. Right. Right. It should be it's pretty high. 500,000. <laughs> it's pretty high. Right. <laughs> it should be really crazy. <laughs> No. All right. So if anybody wants to call in, 855-939-1137. You can call in with that or anything else you want to call in with, too, as well. All right. I got one little thing I want to finish with this rant. Sure. Right now, I'm talking to my investor schooling students. I'm wearing those T-shirts to help myself and to set an example for you that you should be wearing these T-shirts. Go make your own T-shirt. Make a name for your company. Make a website for your company. Say you buy houses. I'm surprised that the entire school isn't showing up with I buy houses, we buy houses, T-shirts every day. But nobody's wearing it except for Charlie. I saw Charlie had one T-shirt, an orange T-shirt with black letters on it. He is the only person who's done it. And if no one calls me with this rate of return thing, I'm going to give Charlie a much better looking T-shirt with an <laughs> autograph on it. Yeah, so you could call in. Come on. So the the whole thing was, it was again, it was 15 T-shirts at $16 each. How many times are you going to ask me? Well, I just want to make sure that we understand. Is your memory this. mush? 
Yes, what? my memory is mush. What? I told you like five times already. It is mush. $16 a t-shirt. 15 t-shirts. And, and another thing, you guys are trying to answer online. You can't answer online. I don't want to, I don't want to see your answer online. <laughs> I want you to call in with your number. All yeah. right? Yeah. You know, somebody's got a number over there that's a little bit lower than the number I came up with, but I'm not going to tell you who it is, and you don't win unless you unless you call in. Yeah. It's 855-939-1137, and we will we will send you the T-shirt, 855-939-1137. The only reason I wanted to clarify the T-shirt cost was because I came up with a cost of total of $240 for the T-shirts. So that's why I want to make sure that we're all using the same number. So it's $16, right, times 5 so times sixteen dollars times fifteen t-shirts, I came up with two hundred and forty dollars, and I'm using the final amount that you made as one hundred and five thousand because we took out some of the real estate fees. All right, so I'm using the same numbers. Everybody uses the same numbers. Two hundred and forty dollars was the amount he paid for the t-shirts, and he made one hundred and five thousand dollars off of these t-shirts. So you come up with the number, and if you call it in, you got it. All right, wait, we got Charlie in Brynmore. Hey, is that Charlie? Is that the Charlie that you've been talking about? <laughs> it sounds like him. It, it sounds like his laugh. I can't hey, Charlie, you're on you the air. gave away the answer. I am. I, I didn't give away the answer. Hello? Yeah, you did. I mean, What's for God's sake, any simple, any kid, I'd come up with 437%. How much did you come up with? 437%. Well, I got a different number. I got a number higher well, than that, but I, I, I but I, I'm okay with it. You know, I I got a higher number. I got a number. You you ready? I got a... So okay. you're you're reading? Are you reading it online? Because somebody else put that number in. I'm driving. How can I read it? <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> well. All right, I got a much, much higher number. Now, I maybe I need to... it in my head as I'm driving, if it tells you right. anything. <laughs> well, so, so if you're driving, how'd you, do a, how'd you take the calculator out and do it? Yeah, you didn't add that up. You didn't divide that number in your head. Yeah, I've well, got... Unless you're, uh, unless you're Rain Man. Yeah. How many toothpicks I, I were in that box? How many toothpicks <laughs> were in that box? How many? I want to know. 498. You're wrong. All right. The box had 250 in it. Four of them were on the floor. There you go. All That's right. right. So I'll tell you what, well, uh, I didn't, Jim. I didn't pay attention to Rain Man. Well, Jim, I'll tell you what, Jim. I'm having Jim fun. Jim is our producer. Yes. Get this guy's name and address. We're going to send him a T-shirt anyway, but I think he's wrong. So if anybody else wants to call in with the number that I got. I got to tell you, I think he's wrong, too. Yeah, I think he's wrong, too. But we'll still send you, we'll you a T-shirt just because you called in and tried. All right, so Jim's gonna take your address and your and your and your name, and we're gonna send it to you. All right, cool. All right, let's go. Let's go to the next one. Who else? Who else is gonna call in with this number? With this? Uh, with this? With the number of rate of return? I got a very high number. It's much higher than than the four hundred thirty-seven thousand. Actually, matter of fact, it's three more decimal points over. Just common sense tells me it's much higher than that number. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Right, right. It could be uh, in the millions. Well, all right. I'm not going to tell you the number I got yet. I'm going to wait for. I'm going to wait to see what everybody else has. But I'll tell you what the number is. But it's pretty impressive. The number that I have now. Again, I'm using a uh, online calculator. All right, but let's keep moving while we're waiting. All right. All right. So I was watching some YouTube videos. I follow. I follow because I own two mobile home parks. I follow 
people who make videos about manufactured homes. Sure. Okay? Because I'm interested in potentially swapping out some of the homes. When you buy a mobile home park, some of the homes could be completely destroyed or you just want to change the dynamics of the park. So there's lots of reasons to keep uh, abreast of what kind of manufactured homes are being developed and what they cost and, and, and knowing who's financing them and who isn't because you can buy these things and change out your entire park and make your park look drop-dead gorgeous uh, in a very short period of time as long as you can, you know, if you can finance it. So uh, one thing I'm learning is that there is some of the biggest manufacturers in the United States are ramping up big time. Uh, companies that are now, com some of these companies are producing 60 homes a day out of just one factory, and they own 12 of them. So it's uh, an exciting time. Now, maybe it's because uh, mobile homes are a true affordable housing, you know, where somebody yeah. could buy a home anywhere between $5,000 and $100,000 and have a home that they could actually live in. Your biggest problem is just finding a place to put it. And it's not, not always a problem, right? It depends on where you live. Well, and they could call you because you've got a bunch of open lots. Of course, of course. I've got some open lots. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't. I don't have any open lots in the new park I bought, and the existing one is all park-owned homes that we bought. That's true, yeah. Right, so right. I don't have any open right. lots. But I intend on having open lots very soon. There you go. Excellent. And that's something that we'll be talking about once we acquire them. Yeah. we can. So one of the things that we don't do, we don't talk about deals until they close, only because <laughs> we're afraid that the the uh, the uh, the seller might hear us and say, hey, we, we know these guys. Maybe we should ask, some more ask for some more money. One of the reasons I don't talk about deals until they're closed is because... Loose lips sink ships. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. World War II saying. Yeah, absolutely. It's good All enough right. for me. So did, right. you, did you hear about the inflation rate that went on this week? No, but the you... The highest you, inflation rate in, I don't know, 40 years, whatever it was? It was insane. And you know what? So you guys, interestingly enough, some people are con con concerned with inflation, but I will tell you that as a real estate investor, I love inflation. Don't you? It does benefit us when you own a bunch of real estate. Yeah, 6.2%. 6.2% was the inflation rate. And if you love real estate, man, that is fantastic because that's when you'll make the most amount of money. And it was the highest since 1990. And uh, that was 5.8% in 1990. So, um, you know, it's more than double what the traditional rate usually is, which I've always thought it to be... Well, even 3% is I've, a high I, rate. I've always thought it to be about 2.75. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Right. 3% is a high rate. You know, two between 2 and 2.5% two and is good, normal. Right. But and again, you know, it, this is a whole bunch of issues causing this. You know, we, we we can blame the president all we want. It's not just his fault. <laughs> it's other reasons as well. It's all the money that we flooded into the in, in, environment. But that's why real estate is a, another great investment because when you hit this point, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I actually, I, I, I keep going into my spreadsheet and adding up the values of my properties. 
And every time I every time I look at the spreadsheet, I have the I have a lower number in than what it really is. And I look at it quite often because I want to figure out, you know, what what my net worth is and uh, where I am. It's amazing to me how quickly um, I think it was something between eight hundred and a million, eight hundred thousand and a million dollars increase in net worth in the last six months. Well, I didn't know that you did that. I have a form called the equity tracking chart where you put in the addresses of all the properties that you own, you put in the payments, you put in all this information that you want to put in, however detailed you want to go with it. And uh, I've been using that for more than 20 years. Oh, I use an Excel spreadsheet, so I just make it real simple. Yeah, well, that's all it really is. Yeah. It's just yeah, a chart sure. with some math in it. That's all. Right, right. It automatically adds up. When I change the numbers, like I go in and I write what, what principal I'm accruing every month on the, each payment. Oh, you do just, that too? Yeah. And it automatically just adjusts. I, I, I've done that, and I haven't really, I haven't really, you know, like I don't track it continuously, but I've looked down to see how much principal I pay every month. Yeah. And the number's pretty, pretty amazing. And the interesting part is how much of that principal do you actually pay? How None. much of that principal do I pay? None. I don't pay any of it. Right. The tenant pays it all. They pay it all. Which is great. I mean, I love having you know, fact, whatever, hundreds tenants, of people going to work every day to pay my mortgages. The tenants pay for everything when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, they pay for they the pay interest. They pay for the electric bill. They right. pay they, for everything. Exactly. They, 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 they don't quite pay for the maintenance, but some of them do. Some they, of them actually do the maintenance. They pay my wife and daughter's salary. Yeah, exactly. They, they pay for everything. Suites. Yeah. So, they pay and, for my bonuses. So if you don't know... If you don't know real estate being the greatest investment ever, you really have no clue. But by the way, we have Tim in Marlton. What's going on, Tim? Hey, how we doing, guys? All right. Hey. I like his audio is much better. Pardon? Your audio is much better than, than the last caller. Oh well, that's just my voice. Like, what can I say? Hey, listen. All uh, right. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys revealed the answer to that rate of return question. Well, what's the answer you have? Ten million four hundred seventy-six thousand percent. No, what's the percent? Oh, the percent. Uh, yeah, percent. So what I got was the rate of return percentage. Oh, percentage. I got. I got to. What do I got to do? Move my decimal point. Which way here? <laughs> it's not the number I have. <laughs> even if you move your decimal point, but uh, but it's a really huge percentage number. I... It's much higher than the other guy who called in. <laughs> Yeah. So what do you do, right? I mean, the way I think I understand it, and I'm not real good at this stuff, is you have to subtract your investment, which you know you're saying is 240 bucks for the t-shirts, right? Right. Um, from from the value of, of the sale. Right. Yep. Right. And then you have exactly. to multiply that times 100. So uh, there's something else missing. There's a there's a division what in there you have to do. There's a division in there, and uh, off the top of my head. I, I can't I can't quite grasp it, but I have a, a internal rate of return calculator in front of me, and I'm gonna tell you the number I came up with. I came up with five hundred and twenty three thousand eight hundred percent. Okay. Oh, that's so, right. That the net return you have to divide that. Correct. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Right. So I, right. I have so, a I have a bigger I have a bigger question for you though. Sure. What is the chance? of that you're going to find a house in 1956 and you paid 165 for it. Um, so yeah. so I'm going to tell you what the chances today, are. Yeah. Right? I'm going to tell you what the chances are. The chances are you will never find one if you don't try. So if what? you want to be 100% right, you will never <laughs> find one it. if you don't try. Okay? Yep. So I yep. can tell you, no, I got you, you know, look, 
do I do I do I think that this happens every day? No, but it's going to happen to you. You know, these are the these are the grand slams. We hit home runs every right. once in a while, and we hit singles every once in a while. I mean, you know, I was trying to buy a house the other day, and honestly, I basically I, I actually call them. This one was a I call it a sacrifice bunt, where the guy had a had a place was also flooded. It was interesting. It was also flooded. It was by the lake, and you know, he had a hundred and sixty thousand dollar mortgage on it, and I was going to take over his hundred and sixty thousand dollar mortgage. The house wasn't even worth the hundred and sixty thousand. I could renovate the house and maybe rent it or maybe even use it as a maybe a vacation home. But you know, it, I was going to pay probably a little bit more than it was worth. But it was worth it to take over the the price. It's uh, it's funny that you came up with that number because uh, I had guessed on it being somewhere around half a million. Yeah. And uh, Percent, right. that, that feels about right. Yeah, okay? of course. It feels about right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not positive if it's correct. I'm certainly not a mathematician. Um, but uh, what a wonderful deal. And, you know, I think of when, when uh, I've done two deals like this one, two of them. And like Larry uses a baseball analogy of singles and doubles and that kind of thing. But the truth is... This is like clearing the bases of a Grand Slam home run at the seventh game of the World Series. Yeah, yeah, in, in the last right. inning. Yeah, in the last <laughs> inning, in the last bat. Right. At the last bat. Right. right? A walk-off home run with the bases loaded in game seven of the World Series. Now, he got one also last year that you made 135000 127000 right. 127500 something right. like that. And yeah. look, you know, we did one together that was $150,000. Uh, I mean, it, these are going to happen. And at the same time, yeah, you're going right. to get ones that, you know, you're going to make ten or 15000 on. So what? Look, lots of times I, I just get a commission check for a couple of grand. And sometimes I'll make... Five grand, ten grand on a wholesale deal, and I'm happy to do that. All right, so should we send this guy yep. a T-shirt too? Since we had to send the other guy a T-shirt. <laughs> well, I, I did miss the division in there. All right. Well, then no T-shirt for you. All right, man. All right, let's go to the next thing. What else is going on, Phil? I think uh, if you look at the clock, we might want to bring well, the he's stock, stock option Sultan. I know. I'm is thinking he in the, same the bathroom. Thing. He, he's not in the bathroom. This time. Well, let's, let's find out. Hey, stock option Sultan, where are you? He's always in the bathroom, right? I don't know what. Oh gosh, he's so he might have Crohn's disease. He might have a different kind of inflation, I guess. All right, so <laughs> let's go on. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on here. Wow, it was a crazy week in the stock market. You know, the stock market finished up about twelve hundred points from the beginning of the week. That's amazing. It was just a great play. Now, look, we all know that the, uh, oh, my goodness, the dreaded Omicron, uh, Omicron variant. What, what, other, uh, what other BS is the government going to throw on us? Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, the uh, dreaded Omicron variant crashed the stock market a couple of weeks ago. But I was actually expecting that number. We talked about this. I talked about it in class. I said it's coming, and I didn't know why, but I actually I – actually, thought it was going to be a couple other things that didn't happen, which is kind of funny. One was the debt ceiling and the other one was Evergrande, and both of those just went away. But the Omicron thing actually triggered a 1,200 or 1,500-point drop in one day and a couple of hundred-point drop the next day, and then sure enough, it all bounced back. I told people to load up on travel stocks, and so far they're doing really well. But I'm going to tell you, one of the stocks that I've been talking about for a long time, Apple. Well, I don't know if you can say that they're doing really well. We, we bought them. It went down right. 
a lot, mm -hmm. and now it's rebounded right. almost 100%. So we're just back to where we were. Yeah, we're back to where we were, but but at the same time, there's they're both both AAL and CCL, which is the stocks that we were talking about, yeah. are below 20, and they're great prices below 20. Yeah, there's still buys right now. Absolutely, and we got we got stock options going into February, which means February, March, June, July, I think I've got. Minor in June. So, yeah, those are fantastic. Those, those literally just... Close your stock option account and never open it again until until a couple of months from now when you see AAL and CCL back in the mid-20s because they're going to be fine. They're going to be fantastic plays. Apple finally moved. Apple got stuck. I don't know what happened. I, I actually predicted Apple hitting 170 in June. It didn't happen. It hit 170 a month ago. Now it's already at 180. 200 is a no-brainer. It's definitely going to happen. And Meta, which is Facebook, is another one that actually I sent a text message to all our students when this thing hit 308. I sent a text message to all the students, buy Facebook. That was a text message. It said, buy Facebook now. And a week later, it's a 329. That's already there. And it's going to go back up. It's going to go back up above 350. Probably going to hit 380 again before earnings, which is in, which is in about six weeks from now. So it's going to be a great another great play, but I, I you know I'd like to see it pull back a little bit. But if it doesn't, that's fine too. Of course, we have the. I might put 105,000 into that play. You'll have it, won't you? I'm kidding. Okay. You you might actually, it actually probably wouldn't be a actually that would be a great covered call for you. So if you put in one hundred five thousand, bought the bought Facebook and and played covered and just put covered calls, you'd probably make ten fifteen thousand. I gotta just tell you, uh, sitting there. My favorite play is buying options into earnings. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I absolutely, like to do. Absolutely, yes. When yes. I have bulk money, that's what I like to do. Yeah, so we'll probably be talking about some of your wins with the 105000 profit that you made in the house and how much money you're going to make on the on the uh, Facebook or whatever you're going to be doing. So the other thing that was interesting that I talked about on my radio show the other day was the fact that there were all these IPOs this year, and every IPO is down. Every one is down below the opening price except for Rivian. Uh, and Rivian's on its way back down. So that's kind of surprising. Even Robinhood, Robinhood is down to 20. I tell you what, you know, I, I bailed on this because I saw it hit a 52-week low and go below its original IPO, and I bailed on it, and it's gone down a lot since I bailed on it. But I'm going to tell you, this is a play, but it's not a play at the moment. Just watch it. You know, if it definitely goes into the low teens, I, I'm going to say buy the stock. And just sit on it for a little while. Now, I did buy it originally. I bought it at 35 and I sold it at 70 um, within a week when it first came out. But that was it. That's the only time I ever made money on it. And then I lost money on a couple, lost money on some stock options. But, you know, according to our rules, we knew to sell it. I, I lost my, I didn't lose 100% of my money in the play. But it's just unusual that it's, it's going down that low. But we'll see. Hopefully, it'll come back. Coinbase is another one. I happen to like Coinbase. Now, Coinbase seems to go. It seems to go from about 225, and then it hits 300, and it actually goes over 300. But uh, I'd like to see it at three. At, uh, I'm sorry, 225, not uh, 225 to 300. So if it goes to 225 again, or even 230, I think it's a play. I think it's a great call, and I would just get out somewhere around 260 to 280. You know why take the risk? So I'd get out in that in that uh, in that area as well. And Coinbase is another one that opened up, and it opened up. It hit 430 at one point. I just thought that was a little ridiculous, but at the same time, hey, you know what? It's a it might be a good play for you for you right now. So I would definitely get into it if you can. We talked about the Chinese stocks. I actually talked about that on my radio show too. Stay away from all the Chinese stocks. Just get out. If you're in it, get out, take your loss and move on. The the Chinese government is so socialist now that they aren't going to let companies make money. Is pretty much what's happening. And the regulations are getting insane.
Look, so way way back in uh, ten years ago, the Chinese companies were committing fraud on every level. Oh yeah, right. And and it took uh, a lot of investors money from that because they were falsifying all kinds of information. Yeah. And now they're doing the same thing, just a different way. They're just now it's forcible socialism. I wouldn't touch anything in China right now. All right, we got thirty seconds. Why don't you take us out? Okay, I think I could do that. So, if you're interested in uh, advertising on uh, for investor schooling and want to talk to investors, want to talk to realtors, you can uh, just contact us at 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. It's the same uh, phone number we give out on the radio show, and you can call us anytime if you're interested in being a sponsor. All right? And we want to thank Jim Kelly for helping us out today. And we are out of here.